Hello and welcome to the Man On Podcast. I am Darren and joining me today is Martin and Craig. How are you guys? Good, thanks mate. Pretty chilly, but uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's cold, isn't it? I've actually taken my coat off for this. I've had my coat on on work calls all morning, but the coat's come off. Just got the jumper instead. No, no, no coat. All right. Thanks very much. <laughs> You're welcome. An insight. Fascinating insight. <laughs> to be fair, I, I've got a heater in here and I needed it this morning. Normally it was been about 10, 11 degrees in here. And I got in here this morning before I took the kids to school and I turned it on and the temperature told me it was three degrees in here. And I was like, yeah, it feels it. I went out for a meal with some friends last night and uh, driving, my car was slipping all over the place. It was like, Jesus Christ. Um, Horrible, really. But hey, at least my great score in FPL is keeping me warm. (laughs) I wonder how long it was going to take for that to come out. I was going to put a little over or underline on it, but it's come out quicker than I even anticipated, I think. Only just just sort of remembered I was doing so well. (laughs) Were you on Darren 60-odd, didn't it? No, 71, mate. 71? You must have had some bonus points added or something. Oh, yeah, no bonus points, yeah. Trippier, Rashford. Rashford triple, obviously. Uh, so, yeah. So far, so good. And Martin's hoping. Well, I would have been hoping with you, Martin, but I don't quite know how it's happened. My triple captain didn't activate. I definitely, I definitely pushed the button to do it. Um, and it didn't activate, so I've still got my trouble captain at the moment. It's looking like uh, one of those uh, useful accidents, but we'll, we'll see after Thursday. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, he's, he's blanked two games in a row, he's not going to blank three games. Uh, in a row. I mean, that, that Tottenham <laughs> defense is pretty terrible. Yes, we'll see, we'll see. I could certainly do with something because I'm having the worst season. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say the worst season of my life at the moment. <laughs> but, uh, but Sky's going okay for you, so... Yeah, Sky and Gaffer, I'm still in the mix, so I can't have it all, I suppose. <laughs> Gla- Glasto's in the chat, and Glasto said, ouch, still on the bench in SKLW. I'm actually not on the bench this week. He's, he's being a bit cheeky there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, what have we got today, then? We have... Oh, Sorry, we've got a Game Week 21 preview, as we always do. Um, we're back to the normal format now. Christmas is gone, New Year's gone. We're just back to normal uh, Game Week preview, uh, early duels, and we've got the uh, preview review at the later end of the week, <laughs> which would be better for me because uh, then I can show everyone my score. Yeah, we need a we need a better name for that. But anyway, I know. <laughs> well, I've called it the preview review because it's bloody there. I just yeah, I don't know the name for it. Um, cool. Uh, take it away. Yeah, so a couple of games obviously still left of game week twenty, um, and then we'll be on to game week twenty one for the weekend. Um, things will get interesting then um, because. I think you've already mentioned, Darren, you're looking at maybe you've already got two or three moves in mind that you might want to make. Um, mm. But it, it does feel like a great week to roll. And and the reason is we get our normal batch of 10 fixtures over this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, and then there's quite a lot of fixtures after those um, before game week 22 starts. I think it's, I don't know how many days that is, you can count it for yourself on the screen, but there's a, there's a decent batch of days between game week 21 finishing and game week 22 starting, in the time in between, we get both League Cup semi-final legs and the FA Cup fourth round. There's also FA Cup third round games. We're recording on Tuesday. FA Cup third round games replays tonight and tomorrow. Um, so there's some obviously some news to come from that, plus the extra Man United and Man City games that are on this midweek. So then we'll go into game week 21, the 10 games, and then... Man United especially are an issue because they play three times between game week 21 finishing and game week 22 starting. Two League Cup semi-final games with Nottingham Forest and an FA Cup um, game in amongst it as well. I can't remember who they're playing. but um, So it feels like, one, if you are going to make transfers, don't make them early. Don't do what I did this week and bring in John Stones right at the start of the game week because I got hacked off with Cancelo pretty much straight away. Expect his price to go down. Didn't want to lose the money. I thought I'll get Stones in, and then he just seemed to get injured the day before the deadline finished, and obviously didn't play at all. Um, so you you avoid 
situations like that where there's plenty of fixtures for people to get injured or something else to happen. Um, but the, the bigger reason is the information. So by the end of game week 22, we obviously know who the two League Cup finalists will be. And that has um, impacts on future game weeks. I think we'll also have a better idea from the FA Cup results who might blank or double in future game weeks as well. And that may dictate your moves because there'll be certain game weeks coming up where you don't want too many players from a set batch of teams. And if you've already got a handful of players from that said batch of teams, you probably don't want to be bringing any more in. So it's more that it feels like a good week to roll because going into game week 22, we'll have a lot more information. Two free transfers, I think, then could be quite valuable um, with the extra information we'll have. And yeah, I think that's it, really. It was just, I, I hadn't quite dawned on me quite how far away the end of game week 21 and the start of game week 22 were. So I just put them on the screen now as a, a guide on how many fixtures there are in between and how many days there are, really. Yeah, quite a lot, <laughs> to be fair. I think it's the 20, obviously the 21st is the next game week and then uh, the 3rd of Feb is the, is 22. Yeah, so it's a, uh, yeah, it's a long old time. Yeah, so it's not so much the days, it's the teams that play. Most teams play once, apart from those that are already out of both cup competitions, a few. But say the big, the bigger issue, I think, is Man United. Not that I don't think people will be bringing them in now. I think if people were getting them, they probably would have gotten before this double from this game week. But there's, there's plenty of times for, for things to happen. So it was just making a point of that, really. I, I'm um, very lost. I'm very lost to what to do this week. Um, I'm hoping this helps me. Nothing, <laughs> Darren, is the answer. Nothing is what you should be doing this week. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel I've got terrible fixtures. Uh, and I feel I've got one or two people in my squad that just don't need to be there. So, like, I was contemplating a minus four. I talked myself out of that a little bit and might just make one transfer. But... Then you're saying you know you should roll, but yeah, it's it's a difficult one. What are you thinking, Martin? Are you rolling? I think so. I think so at the moment. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see when we we'll see when we go through the fixtures, like what what we think about each team and uh, the possibilities for them. I think, but I think the problem I've got is I want I want to get Brighton players in, but there's a good chance that they'll blank before they potentially have a double. So. Mm. You know, I should probably try and be patient um, rather than force stuff and not really get in the players that I want um, and try and, you know, guess what may or may may not happen. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the two players I'm thinking of anyway, uh, a bit later on. Um, cool. So this is about the possible blanks. Yeah. So we've got, um, well, the ticks have gone out of line, but we've got six games definitely going ahead in game week 25. There'll be eight in total. Um, the two absent games will be the two games involving the two teams that end up reaching the League Cup final. So based on odds, at least, you'd expect it to be Newcastle v Man United, but obviously we've had upsets in other rounds, Southampton beating Man City, etc. So we shouldn't get carried away with what the final might be. But yeah, the two teams that reach the, the League Cup final, and we'll, so we'll know this information before the start of game week 22, because between 21 and 22, both legs of the semi-finals are played. So we'll know heading into there who's who's blanking in 25 and it's quite important because Martin just mentioned that they're Brighton I think they'll be top of a lot of people's shopping lists at the moment they play Newcastle in game week 25 another team where we're fairly well stocked I would imagine most people so you could end up with three or four from that if, if Newcastle do win their semi-final you could end up with three or four there without a game in 25 if Man United do win the other game, I'm guessing a lot of people have got at least two from them as well. So it's quite, and then I've got Leeds. I think a few people have got Greenwood hanging over as their bench striker, for example, um, if, if Leeds happen to get through. So there's a collection of popular play, or popularish players there who could have a blank in, in 25. Um, I'm guessing for FPL purposes, it'll make sense if Forest beat Man United because I don't think West Ham Forest being off will actually impact us. <laughs> all that much <laughs> compared to the other fixtures. No, Newcastle-Brighton potentially is the big one, I think, because at the moment I've got three Newcastle and one Brighton. I'm sure, and I say I, I would quite happily get another Brighton in as well, a bit like Martin just said. But I don't think I could be doing that with carrying five or six into that game if Newcastle then reach the League Cup final because it doesn't feel like it's a good week to free hit game week 25. You want to try and get through this without a free hit, I think. So 
No. See, this is this is what we discussed yesterday, isn't it? And you were like, hold hold off, don't make any changes. I actually wouldn't be severely impacted right now with that game being off. I've literally I've got Trippier. That's it. So for me, okay. so if I bought a Brighton player in, yeah, that would be a problem. And I did consider bringing one in. Obviously, they've got great games. But I've, I've changed a little bit in my mind of what I was doing anyway. So actually, my moves wouldn't impact this too much. The only one, yeah, I'd, if all those games that we currently have players in right now with my thoughts, I'd have maybe three out, maybe two, maybe Trippier and Rashford. The defiant balance here, I think, is um, you shouldn't make a transfer, even if you know in game week 25 someone's blanking. Do you want to avoid a player you actually want who's an asset to your team for three or four weeks because in no. three or four weeks they've got a blank? I think no. this is the, the sort of unknown question. Um, you wouldn't want to, you'd be annoyed if you, if, if say, you was going to get Solly Marching, for example, this week and he scored four goals between now and game week 24. You'd be annoyed. You'd quite happily take him out for a minus four because you've got more than enough points off him to cover that hit. Or you bench, yeah. or you bench him for one week. Yeah, yeah if, you've got, me. if you've only got three. Yeah, that's 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 where I, that's where I am. That that's my thought on it. Like he's definitely someone I'm looking at here, and and uh, maybe one from Chelsea or Leeds. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, I'd I'd quite happily bench, and that's what I was thinking. You wouldn't even need to take him out necessarily, would you? Like, if we use the Solly March example again. If he scores you 15, 20 points between now and 25, then is it the end of the world if, because of him, you have to play with uh, 10 men? No. It's... No. And I'm of the mindset where I don't like taking hits and I always want 11 players. So I will be negative, if you want to call it that, and make this, not make that move because I don't want to take the hit down the line to get rid of him and I don't want to play with 10 down the line by having him. So I'll probably wait until 26 to get him, which may end up backfiring. But yeah. I think it comes down now to pushes pushes your buttons, doesn't it? What sort of manager you are at this yeah. sort of time. Yeah, I mean, like I just said, like for, for me right now, it's not a problem. For you guys, I think you've got three Newcastle, potentially one or two Man United and one Brighton. So you guys have got like six players from that list. But for me, I've got two. So it's not a problem. But... If people are looking at this now and going, yeah, I've got Trippier, Pope and Almiron. I've got Rashford and Martial or Bruno Shaw is a big one everyone's got. I can quite imagine that you would, you'd want to roll this week. Mm. The funny thing is, I actually wouldn't mind selling Almiron now, but a player I'd want to move him to is a Brighton player. <laughs> it doesn't solve the problem because they're playing each other. No, it doesn't solve the problem, <laughs> unfortunately. Which is why I rethought my my strategy this morning and change my players just slightly um should we move on from this one yeah who's to say it was more just to get people make people aware really um yeah we no, on to the totally game. agree it's a great it's a great that's what we're here for over to you um yeah so with all that in mind um let's have a look at the fixtures and yeah do how badly do you need to make a move i suppose so i mean so we've got liverpool chelsea first up so I'm troubled up on Liverpool, which is killing me at the moment. Um, yeah. You know, I've got Trent and Robertson. I decided to go big at the back after the World Cup. Um, you know, high upside, bit of a gamble. Um, it's not looking great at the moment, but you can see from what's on the screen here, actually Liverpool's home record is still pretty good. It's it's away from home. They've got their problems. Um, so they're, they're picking up 2.22 points per game at home versus 0.089 so they're well under a point a game away and they're well you know over two points a game at home um and then Chelsea you know as as much as Liverpool are actually not that bad at home Chelsea are bad away so you can see they're forming away fixtures there drawn lost lost drawn lost so maybe it's not a bad game for Liverpool after all um so the problem Liverpool have got is um again you can see from the stats here First teams to first team to score, um, Liverpool at home zero percent. Um, so <laughs> they need to get the first goal. I'm sure um, it's got to happen eventually. But um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold Trent and Robertson and Salah. So 
Um, so, say so this if you if you look at it statistically, say for what's on the screen here, it, it looks like it's actually maybe not a bad game for Liverpool. And then Wolves and Everton. I know Wolves are improving under Lopetegui, but especially from an attacking perspective, I still don't rate them massively. So, um, so yeah, I think it's probably a, a you know take it on the chin and and hold Trent and Robbo and Salah. I, I don't know what you guys think. We. Martin, we've got to get a double clean sheet or an assist from them soon. Like I, I've joined you, I joined you ages ago on the Trent Robbo. I think since restart, I'm really deflated by it. <laughs> like every, like it's really hard to watch. Um, in all fairness, we have to get something from them soon. I, I'm uh, they, those those two were never in my consideration this week. I just think I've got bigger problems, so they were definitely staying this week. Um, I, I, I'm considering not this week. I think next is the new Chelsea midfielder. Um, I think I might well be. Aria. No, Murdoch. Murdoch. Oh, oh, Madrid. Yeah. Um, the one that was meant to go to Arsenal. <laughs> he hasn't played for about three months, has he, or something stupid? No, I don't think. I think I reckon he'll make a cameo appearance at the end of this one and potentially start the one after, which is better because he'll have a lot more training then. Um, that's personally what I think. Just, just to make a point there, you haven't got the greatest track record of bringing in Chelsea new signings, so you, you might want to hold off for a little bit. Look, <laughs> this wasn't FPL, that was Sky. And let's be honest, I've not seen anybody who said that Joe Felix didn't look bloody great when he started that game. He was playing really well. Plenty. He got shot to tear really early and he was lively. He, just was, over, he was just overzealous in his, in his striker's challenge. Um unfortunately but yes otherwise he looked great um but yes I, I i hear what you're trying to say uh but though that that might be next week's transfer uh to get him in um yeah we need something from liverpool i, I don't have salah i've got kdb but I'm, uh, kdb didn't train today uh so if he's out i wouldn't want to get salah in so i don't know what i would do with that if he is out you wouldn't want to get salah in with uh bear in mind what i've just said Chelsea, this Chelsea game looks all right, then Wolves and Everton. Um, for Wolves and Everton, yes, maybe, but I don't think I'd make the move this week. Like I say, uh, I've got bigger bigger problems in in a, in a shape of a, a Marshall and a Paqueta, um, to, be for, to be fair. Um, yeah, it depends on the KDB scenario. What, what do you think, Craig? Do you think we should... Uh... Just, just hold Trent. My trouble, Liverpool, and anybody else that's in a similar. No, it's a differential still, isn't it? And there's not many alternatives for those fullbacks at the moment. None of the other premium no. defenders are really worth it. None of. I, I kind of feel like you've missed the boat now. If you're going to try and get a second Newcastle in or something, um, yeah, I don't know where you really go from them to. No one's got more upside than them two, have they? Who could go off? That's you've got the ultimate differentials in the sense that. There's, there's not anyone, there's not too many defenders I can think of that have got a 15-pointer in their locker, I don't think, apart from them two. We're still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, may, it may be a patient game to get it, but I say it's not like there's someone really knocking on the door and you, you, you're looking to move to instead. Like, I can't think of anyone that you haven't got. You'd, you'd be desperate no. to buy now. No, I mean... You, it, you, it, would be a, it would be a restructure, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. So maybe, you know, another argument where, to, you know, if I had two free transfers... Um, in the next game week, then then I could you know downgrade Robertson and move um, somebody, you know, one of my midfielders up to Saka or something like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, cool. There's not too many people in the game at the minute. I don't think who are putting their hands up as like we we can't hold off on these anymore. Right? Obviously, Trippier and Rashford are two of them. But I think that most people have got them anyway. I'd say Ben White, that. Ben White or Saliba is pretty up there. There's a sort of a desperation need to get them and sort of anything goes to get them, hits to get them. I, I wouldn't think, say, uh, I sure. wouldn't, no, okay. I wouldn't say anything goes desperation to get them, but I think if you could, you should personally. Um, I think Saka is the one. Martin's just said it. I think he's the next one in the line now that's looking like you want to try and, if you, if you can't get to him easily now. From the midfield, so yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Because um, strikers, there's not a lot of depth. Defenders, I don't think there's a lot of depth at the minute. I think you just play with what you've got and until someone does sort of stand out. Um, yeah, I don't think... I I sold Robertson a couple of weeks ago for Luke Shaw. So I already did that. But if I had him now, I don't think I'd sell him. 
So I think we're saying it's probably a hold, hold what you've got on Liverpool, and yeah, the the next three fixtures on on paper are, are nice. Maybe the same. For... Right? If it, what would I do if De Bruyne's ruled out of this game this week and the next, and game week twenty one? Would I sell De Bruyne for Salah? It's the obvious move because he's the one that's nearest to him in price. But Salah's not really doing a lot either to justify getting him in. That'd be a a punt in, in the scheme of things, wouldn't that, it? That's mm. where you could do your downgrade to Saka if you don't have him and then use the money elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, Bournemouth, not in the forest. Cool, move on. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think it pretty much is that, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Bournemouth, Bournemouth have lost every game since the restart. Uh, no Solanke. Um, so that's obviously a huge problem for them. Uh, he's, he's, he played last week, didn't he? He's back. Is he? Yeah, he's back. He played. He played last week. All right. Start um, the game of the weekend. Whoever they played, did he, did he come on? I don't know. He definitely didn't start. Um, def- I'm pretty sure he came on. I definitely Brent- heard his name in the commentary. I don't think he did because he's in my draft team, and I'm 99.9% certain he got a zero. Did he? Yeah. I'll, I'll find out. Now. Maybe they were saying that they're missing to Lancaster, and I misheard. Pretty sure. Maybe it was I was looking at someone else, but it was someone quite tall that looked like him up front. It wasn't Billing. <laughs> I was going to say that's Philip Billing, mate. It wasn't Billing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but it could have been. Um, no, he didn't come on. wasn't part of the squad. Again, oh, there you go. My apologies. I, they must yeah. have been saying that they're missing him, which they are. Um, which backs up your point. Uh, I considered a Forest player like this week, but it just really underwhelms me. Yeah, I mean they're in. Um, they're picking up definitely, aren't they? They've got decent fixtures, but again, are you really going to use a transfer this week? Bearing in mind everything we've already said to get Not you know Gibbs White or Gibbs White's know, the one. Sorry, right? Defensively, they got a bit better. You could argue him as a fifth defender or something. Serge Aurier. <laughs> yeah. If I put Serge Aurier here, I'm getting a red card. All right, let's just. Yeah, I ain't touching. Him. I ain't touching Serge as much as he's doing well. Um, yeah, I mean, I do like Morgan. The thing is, when it comes to FPL, it's got to take a time. Like you say, you wouldn't make a transfer to get him in this week. When there comes a time where you've got to think, actually, do you know what? I, I could or I should, because if he does go off against Bournemouth, he's so going to be so low-owned, you're going to pick up on people. There's only so many times you can put off a player, isn't there? It's a gamble at the end of the day, isn't it? It would be, yeah. I just can't imagine that you wouldn't have better things to do, to be honest. <laughs> but I've got better things to do with, them, with my time than bring in a Forest player. And with that, we'll move on. <laughs> I like this game. I think um, this could be fire. I, like, I think this could be a quite a high-scoring game. Yeah, but, so, I mean, it goes back to Craig's point, really. Like, yeah, you could wait on Brighton because they might blank. But, you know, there's also, was it three three game weeks before then? Is it three or four? Three, 21, 22, 23, 24, th- four, four game weeks before then. So, yeah, it depends what way you look at it, doesn't it? I mean, I don't have any Brighton at the moment, so perhaps perhaps I shouldn't wait. Um, you know, Leicester, obviously, um, you know, the form of the two teams, you do, I, don't, I fancy Brighton to come and win this, and then they've got Crystal Palace away and not in good form. Fulham at home, um, who, you know, although, you know, they're high in the table, but they will give you chances. Um, Tough one. So it's, it's tasty, isn't it? Maybe, 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 especially me, I don't have any Brighton. Maybe I shouldn't wait. Me either. Which is why I was thinking, what, like, obviously we're talking about Solly March, maybe Matoma. Uh, potentially, if you're looking maybe defensively, you're talking Veltman, Lewis Dunk. Um, any love for Welbeck? Obviously, he scored at the weekend, but that doesn't have a, a nice a nice finish, I, I've got to add. Um, but he does start quite regularly up top. And obviously, Trossard is completely out of favour, like to a point where he's, I don't even know if he's going to carry on being a Brighton player this window. Genuinely think someone's going to come in and take him. Um, any love for Welbeck? Not just just not as a fantasy asset for me. Like he's important to them. He brings people into play. Um, he's like for me, no. Like for me, no. No role. He's just not a fantasy asset for me. He's 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 especially with the way Ferguson has come onto the scene. He's liable to be subbed early or not play at all. 
Um, I just think he's a yeah. It's, it's not for not for me, but I'd much I rather have Matoma or March. But yeah, I yeah, think I they'll start Ferguson and bring Welbeck on. I think he's a twenty-minute player at the moment. Welbeck, I'm not, mm. he, he might score in that twenty minutes like he did against Liverpool, but he ain't gonna do yeah. that every week. Is what you're saying? No, you'd, you'd pick Matoma or March like, ahead of him. Yeah. Ever. Every, every, you know, I'd pick Ferguson ahead of him as well. well yeah, know. I was going to say even Ferguson. I was like, you know, uh, considering the price as well. Like it's um, just thought I'd ask. Yeah. Um, and I, and and as much as I lo- I think Leicester have got some great players. I just I don't know what's happening to them there. In a lot of trouble in, on and off the pitch. I think. Um, yeah, they've got some. They've had some. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Given the talent they've got, they're terrible. And I see something like Ryan Bertrand is on. 80 grand a week yeah he's obviously barely played for them and the only games that he's bothered to go and watch have been the ones against Chelsea yeah you have you did read that right yeah I, I saw that someone posted it to one of our whatsapp groups um I'll I'll play a little bit of football for a top flight team for 80k a week and go and watch other people that's <laughs> I'm quite happy to do it if anyone's listening did they really need to offer him eighty grand a week to leave Southampton at that point? Like <laughs> eighty grand, I know it's a lot of money. <laughs> no one, no contract, no one noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this game doesn't look great for Leicester either. Again, does it? They need Madison back desperately. Don't I was going to say Madison's not back, is he? No, I don't think so. So. Yeah, they're, they're going to struggle. Uh, Vardy's totally off form as well. And Dakar's injured, so move on. Villa, Craig, talk to me. They've had an improvement. Is Buendia an asset? Um, no, because okay. I don't... I, I think <laughs> if you're desperate... The only perk about Aston Villa at the moment, I still think, is... That they they don't blank. I think it's confirmed now. We play every game week. Yeah. So as a squad filler, I don't hate getting a defender in, and I am. I do when it comes to Man City and Arsenal. The, the new the new left back that came on, obviously Dinier went off injured, um, and we and we bought Moreno one. Um, decent attacking record in Spain. I think he'll have some license to get forward for us. He's four point five at the moment. I would say he's probably nailed as well because the other two left backs are both injured. Second, I, I don't highest hate goal involvement. I don't hate that as a an option looking ahead. So I've got Lewis Dunk at the moment. I don't really want to play most weeks because as good as Brighton are defensively, I don't really like them. So um, I still think they're prone to letting in a goal most games. I know they got the clean sheet against Liverpool, but I'd be happy to move Dunk on. And it feels like a bit of a wasted transfer moving Dunk to Moreno, but I could see myself doing it because he'll just cover every week. But I think that's the only reason I'd get a Villa player in right now is if you want that safety of fixtures in the weeks that are liable to be blanks in the in the, in the future weeks. But when Diaz fine as an ass, I don't even know how much he's now. About six mil is he something like that? I, I I don't know. I was just consider it was consideration. Uh, what, did why you, watch, you pick him over Brighton or over Almiron? Did no, you I watch don't. the Villa game? Which one? When Moreno came on the other day. Because he he gave the ball away like quite a few times. I thought he looked quite shaky. Um, I mean, it's his debut. He didn't know he was going to come on after ten minutes, um, so I'll, I'll let him off with that. But yeah, he has he did have the I think the second most goal involvements in the uh, La Liga. Um, so that's not exactly bad, is it? Um, Villa are one of them teams I think that will do well against teams that come onto them um, because all of our attacking threat really is on the counter attack. Look at the two goals against Leeds, a quick break from the corner, and the second goal was kind of on the counter attack as well when Buendia headed in. We struggle to break down compact defences who don't come onto us, hence Stevenage, um, Wolves, when we played them, they didn't really attack us either and we couldn't break them down. Um, so at the moment, I don't know how Southampton will set up against us. I can't say I've watched them loads. I think they'll not want to lose this game, especially after they won the weekend and got some confidence up. So I could see this, us struggling to break them down and maybe we'll get a couple of rogue chances to counter-attack. Maybe they'll score a set piece. I don't know. Um, I, I wouldn't be getting a Villa player in right now, though. I don't think any of them really stand out as being worth it. We touched on it on a pod recently. I can't remember what week it was about avoiding sort of players from even talismanic players from like average teams. And I, I put Villa in that category that there's, there's so much value in the good teams. You don't need to be buying players from Aston Villa, I don't think, because you can get 11, 12 good players from good teams. <laughs> Still support uh, them, yeah. 
just checking because you. <laughs> no, at the moment, you could easily have 10, 11 players just from Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, and Man United and still have enough budget for a half decent bench. Why, why are you messing around with Aston Villa players for? I say, unless they're the permanent bench option to come on in a blank week. Tyrone Mings, Moreno, someone like that. I don't hate it for that reason, but. I wouldn't be bringing a Villa defender in with Arsenal and Man City coming up. Not for me. But it's okay if you can bench them, isn't it? Because you need uh, them for the other week. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Spent in one for two weeks, maybe. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, Southampton. This will be a low-scoring game. This one, I would think. I, I, I don't, we we won't be able to break them down. Um, if we can score the first goal, and they have to come onto us a bit, maybe we can hit them on the break and get two or three. But it's if we can get that early first goal. I'd probably think nil-nil or one-all is probably quite likely in this game, personally. Southampton at bottom. They would be even further bottom with less points if it wasn't for James Ward-Prowse. He will not be there next season. That's quite simple. <laughs> There's no way he's staying at Southampton next season. Um, you don't think? You think no. Who's going to buy him? Is the uh, is, would be my response. There's there's got to be players. There's got to be teams in the Prem that would buy a central midfielder, an English central midfielder like James Ward-Prowse. There's got to be Spurs, Chelsea. No. I think Chelsea have got enough. <laughs> but Chelsea just buy anyone, it doesn't matter. Um... The thing is, even if they go down to Southampton, yeah. what are they going to demand for him? 40 mil still, even if they're relegated? If they go Honestly. down, there's, there's even less chance of him staying. It's, there's got to be. He's too good. But we kept Grealish for a year in the Championship because no one would pay the money we demanded for him. Can, I don't know if Southampton can afford to hold out like that, but... I don't think people will pay mega bucks for it. I'm not, I'm not saying he can't do a job. Villa, team Villa could buy him. Villa could do a decent selling midfielder like James Ward-Prowse, I reckon. Uh, we're trying to buy Gwen Doozy, Darren. We don't need Ward-Prowse. <laughs> Gwen Doozy. Another sideshow Bob-looking fella. Fantastic. Get them all in there. All right, let's move on. Oh, duck. <laughs> this is a shit week for football. I've already got Bournemouth North Forest. Now I've got West Ham and Everton. At least you've got players in this game. Me and Martin have, and I don't. <laughs> I've got one. I've got. I've got one player currently, and I won't have when I make my transfer. Paqueta is. Uh, do I get rid of Paqueta before Everton? No, he's sure. No. He's, he's the home game against arguably the worst team in the league. You're right. right? I don't. I'll do. I'll, I'll get rid of Marshall instead. I'll do the forward <laughs> transfer I was going to do instead. Um, I'll leave him for this game. But this is your final chance, Paqueta. I'm not going to lie to you. If you're watching. Pull your finger out. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive game, isn't it? But yeah, from a fantasy perspective, um, I'm not. I'm not sure what will happen here. They're both so bad at the moment. You'd probably have to back the home win, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to put it in our tipping comp as much because none of the games stand out as a as a guaranteed win. There's not that obvious game this week where you think that team's going to win for last man standing, but. I'm tempted to put West Ham in for last man standing because if I have to use them one week, I'm going to get a better chance than this one. This this <laughs> one's got to be an El Sacchio this weekend, doesn't it? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, loser gets sacked. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's a last man. It's a it's an I quit match basically. <laughs> yeah. Whoever loses loses get leaves. Yeah, it's got to be an El Sacchio this weekend, I reckon. Um, yeah, Paqueta's not a bad shot. Annoyingly, if you look at like how well West Ham have played like from an FPL point in terms of like bonus points and stuff. Paqueta's actually been their best player every single week for the last couple of weeks. But because they've just been so shit and the other team's been better, he doesn't get anything. Um, just frustrating. He does look their best player. I don't know how they managed to get him in all fairness. He's, he's quality. Um, he's just playing for West Ham. Uh, yeah, this is... I don't know if they'd be better off moving him forward a bit. They're still playing him like next to Rice. It's where Brazil yeah. played him in the World Cup, to be fair. So it's not like the positions. No, he needs to. He needs to be uh, an attacking midfielder. That's his best position. Like gen- genuinely, as a camp. Um, I think I'd move him forward to the ten. Maybe get him near. When you've got when you can play Rice and Suchek and then move him forward, I don't really get why you wouldn't be doing that. But you never know. You know, I don't know how David Moyes thinks, and I don't want to. Um, anything to say on this one before we move on? No, we're not buying players from these two teams, are we? We're not. No, no. <laughs> okay. So Palace against Newcastle. Um, so Palace have lost their last couple of home games. Um, they've won three on the bounce before that. 
Um, Newcastle, uh, their last five away drawn, three wins in a row, um, and then a draw. Um, yeah, so Craig, you say you're arming and about maybe moving Almiron on. With those three games yeah. coming up? No, prob- probably no, probably not. What we that would be twenty four. He's got Liverpool. Is that is that? Uh, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, yeah, so I, I could probably sell him. I could probably hold on until then and get rid of him. Would he's you... he's the midfielder spot. Watch. I feel like it's negotiable in my team. I've got De Bruyne, um, Saka, Martinelli, and Rashford. I don't think I can move. Well, De Bruyne to Salah maybe is a sideways move, but none of the other three I don't think I can sell. I think Elmeron's my most disposable mid. Would um, you consider bringing in someone like Callum Wilson? If you are, okay, not in your position. I've got three Newcastle. I've got Botman and Trippier as well. Yeah, so, so I've only yeah. I've only got Trippier. So if I've only got Trippier for the next three, would you look at someone like Wilson or potentially Isak? Now Isak came on and he obviously scored, but I still think Wilson's is going to start. Yeah, Isak won't start soon. I think Eddie Howe said after the game that he made a difference earlier in the season, but he's got a little way to go yet to get his fitness up. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be Wilson. Be... I honestly, like my my transfer at the moment was going to be uh, Marshall out and I was going to get in um, Rutter, the new Leeds player, because uh, I like Leeds fixtures going forward. And I just think he'll be so under-owned. I think he'll do quite well. But I am considering Callum Wilson as well. I would definitely get Wilson out of those two. You don't even know if the new guy's going to play yet just because they've signed him for a lot of money. Um, no, fair. That is a fair point. I mean, that had that had also come into my consideration. I don't know what Wilson's ownership is now because I say strikers are a bit up in the air. What I don't people, think it's high. Have a lot of people got Harlan Kane in a dead striker? Is that quite common right now? I wouldn't say Kane. I mean, Kane's high, but I wouldn't say he's really... Because everyone uh, got him last week for the I double, didn't he? Now it is. His ownership is Callum Wilson. Ownership is 4.8. I think that's pretty good, right? For a differential. I would say that's very good, in all fairness. Um, if you're in a position to deal with him in 25, if he blanks, I don't hate that move. They've got three half decent games there. I'd have Trippier and Wilson, but by that time, I could take him out and put someone else in um, at the end of the day. So, yes, you're right. I could. So, that that might be the transfer I make. Just get on, get on in him. Especially for the next three fixtures. I think those fixtures are quite nice. Yeah, I don't know what we I think there's a lot of talk in the community right now about what the best three Arsenal assets are to own. I don't know what I haven't seen any similar on the best three Newcastle assets. So I mean, obviously anyone that's got triple defence has been flying lately. Yeah. But that can't carry on, I don't think. These this run of clean sheets. Um Dan Burn can't get away with not giving a penalty away much longer. He's was about <laughs> three games in a row now. It feels like he could have probably pulled Gabriel's shirt off his head, then he's basically but he can dance. So it doesn't matter. Huh? But he can dance, so it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> Best three Newcastle assets at the moment are probably still Trippier, Almiron, and Botman. Yeah, or Pope, I suppose. Or yeah, Pope, Pope, yeah, Pope or Botman. But I think it's too defence, isn't it? Um, the attack. You know, yeah. Al- Al- Almiron's obviously. Um, you know, he's cheap, isn't he? But and Wilson's talismanic, um, I guess. So yeah, maybe, maybe you could argue it's Trippier, Almiron, Wilson, but. Um, Elmeron falls into that category, I think, that Pereira fell into for a lot of people. That he's, he's easily the best asset for his price. But that doesn't mean to say you should have him because yeah. maybe you can afford to have five more expensive, which I think is where I'm going to now, which is why yeah, I didn't I have Andreas because I didn't need someone at that budget. Um, as I say, it's not denying they're not good value for money, but are we at a point now where we can have five, seven million plus midfielders in FPL or what will sit for a Martinelli or Odegaard? Um, Feels like you could because the defense, because there's no premium defender to own, really. There's quite a lot of money floating around, I think, in, in squads, especially if you've got half decent team value. So I think it's feasible. You could have Ferguson up front with Kane and, and um, Harland, and then five midfielders are all sort of 6.5 or more because Rashford's not that dear. Martinelli and Odegaard ain't that dear. I think you can get a, a good five midfielders that are probably better than Almiron, if I'm being honest. So I think that's the decision for people. Do they want to spend the budget in that way? Yeah. Um, I think he'll tick along still. I so said I've had him since overhaul. He's not done bad, I don't think, but 
he obviously hasn't been returning at the rate he was pre-World Cup. Um, and I think he's, he's a perfectly fine hold, but if you've got transfers to make and people to chase, then I think he's a, a you can sacrifice him. Liverpool, Brighton, Man City in a row soon as well. So, yeah, maybe, you know, if you if you jumped off now and he didn't do that well over the next few, then he runs into three really difficult fixtures. Like you could maybe take, you could maybe gain from doing that early, couldn't you, potentially? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd argue Newcastle could put up a decent fight against Liverpool and Brighton, both home games as well. Um, so I wouldn't hate that. Mm-hmm. Who would you want though, Martin? If you wasn't going to go Brighton, if you were scared about the blank, if you've already got three Arsenal, so you can't get to whichever one you haven't got, it's hard to know exactly where to go. So you've probably already got Rashford. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure. In my position, I'm not too sure who I would go to. Say except the Brighton, which is the fixture problem. Mm-hmm. He's a bit awkward. What about Veghorst? Any love for Veghorst? Uh, no. You've, you've, you seem determined, Darren, to bring in one. No, 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 no. That, that <laughs> just mentioned Man United. I'm uh, not looking at. I'm not looking at. Veg, I'm not going from Marshall to Veghorst. It's just not happening. Um, I thought it was the next line on your new sign into the Premier League slash twenty minute substitute striker uh, list. Definitely not. No, I'm not doing that. Um, Leeds Brentford then. Leeds Brentford. So. Um... Well done to anybody that um, had the cojones to bring in Tony last week. Um, obviously, with his ban hanging over his head, um, I, I did debate it. Um, He's getting away with that, and I, I stuck with Martial. And I should have, uh, yeah, I should have, I should have done it. But um, this, it's again being blinded by the double game week, even though I know Martial's not playing well, and I know he's liable to be subbed early. And yeah, but is what it is. Well done if you if you. Uh, had a bit more conviction than I did with Tony. Um, so Leeds away next. I thought they actually played all right against um, your lot, Craig. And I kind of feel like they're capable of of going on a, on a little run that will get them out of trouble. I don't think they're playing particularly badly. Like the defence is hopeless, but, you know, they've got an identity. They've got, to me, it looks like they've got the intensity. They're playing for the manager. And they've got three fixtures now, Brentford, Forest which is two big games for them. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game, to be honest. But. I, 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 this is why I was looking at a Leeds player. Genuinely feel uh, the United game, obviously, that could be difficult, but they are at home. They've got the potential to score, I think. But the next five for them are pretty bloody good. And this is why I was considering a Leeds player, which is why I was going to go for their new signing. And I thought he was a midfielder, which would have really helped, but he's not. He's a forward, which that doesn't interest me. But I am considering... Maybe Aronson as a as a change. Um, you don't know who's going to play at the minute, especially in the attacking four positions. If you want to call it that, they've got so well, many options. They've, the, the forward positions play. now. They've got like Notto. They've got Bamford. He came on again, scored obviously. They've got Rodrigo, um, the new guy Wutter. It's it's ridiculous how much attacking like force they've got. So they could be they rotate a lot, which kind of puts you off, doesn't it? Like I think Harrison's the only one who's potentially, I'd say, always nailed. Um, and you're right, Martin. Their defence is woeful, so I wouldn't touch one of their defenders. No, no. Um, it, so it's it's again. But, one of those they runs. look all right. They look all right going forward, don't they? Yeah, they it's one of those runs where I'm like, I'd love to get a player, but I just don't know who. It's, it's simple as that. I'm looking at Gonto, Nonto, whatever you pronounce his name. I think Gonto, he's a five yeah. million striker, which is not ideal. Bearing in mind he plays on the well, as a wide forward, really. But, but so does that new guy Greenwood up to him. Yeah, I can get Greenwood up to him. I can afford to do it. He gives me a play in another bench player who plays. Um, a better one. I don't think I trust Leeds enough to want one in my starting lineup every week. It feels like they're like a squad filler position having a Leeds asset, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Where Brighton, I think, would have initially been considered that, but are now really pushing that you can trust them enough to play them every week. If you do have a Matoma or a March, I think Leeds haven't put themselves in that position yet to be that trustworthy. So I think they've got a couple of half-decent assets who are fairly cheap. But you're not going to want to play them every week. They're, they're in an 11th man rotation or perma bench, aren't they? Which is what like Nonto would be for me. Um, but mm-hmm. he, he looks 
Like he's hard to drop based on how he's played the, the two last two games by all accounts. But again, it's a punt because say any given moment, Sinistera comes back, Somerville comes back, then you've got they've got about five or six wide players, haven't they? Yeah, this is the point. You yeah, that's exactly it. You you're stuck. Once they all come back, I don't know who they're gonna play. I, I could see them winning this match. And Brentford are obviously in form, but they are prone to an odd clanger performance here and there. They've been dumped a few times on a on a random game week. So they're doing well right now, but if you ask me to put a bet on this game now, I think I'd probably say I'd probably just about shade the home win. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, four, four out of their next five are really decent fixtures, aren't they? Mm. The Man United game. Get Gonto in leaving first bench every week and then get loads of points that I won't get coming on because I'm not going to drop any of my Arsenal and Man City players and stuff for him. That's the, that's the hard part. Yeah. I could just bring him in for Martial, maybe, and play him. Well, that's exactly my thought. Martial's <laughs> going, and who comes in? Do I go Wilson? Do I go a Leeds player? It's, it's difficult. Um, I'm sorry. could blank as well. I think that... Yes. They... Yeah, yeah. Leeds could, yeah, they could, yeah. But they have to play... Who's it, Nolan Forest or Southampton? One Forest. Of them two, yeah, so... Oh, is it Southampton? I can't remember. But... Uh... Southampton. It's Southampton. It's Southampton. Southampton's yeah. 25, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe another reason to wait a week. Yeah. Okay, right, let's move on. Man City Wolves. Um, it's probably just a simple... Well, well, maybe it's not. Would you... Say say starts against Spurs... Would you then persevere with him if you kept him this week, or is it still get rid of him? I think if he starts against Spurs, then you can probably bet he'll play against Wolves. I, I certainly, if he played against Spurs, wouldn't be taking him out before the Wolves game because it's Wolves. Um, but yeah, difficult. I find Man City difficult at the moment, apart from Haaland. What's that? Wolves look, well, I say Wolves look fairly tight at the back all of a sudden. I don't think this will be a battering. I think a win to nil is probably quite a good chance, but I don't think it'll be many. One nil or two nil, maybe, mm. to, to Man City. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be overly surprised if this finished nil nil if they can break them down. But I guess. Have you got, have you got Bueno used to? Because he's the other option. I know you're talking about the no. double Liverpool at the moment. I haven't no, got him either. I can't stand um, He's quite handy. Every game, three point nine, and he keeps getting subbed off, sort of seventy minutes. So you're obviously just really hoping for the clean sheet from him, and then <laughs> you have to play ninety minutes to get it because he keeps going off, sort of sixty-five, seventy minutes, which is ideal. And I, I said, I said earlier, I want to get rid of Dunk at some point. I think I've got a decision to move to an Aston Villa defender, but maybe I just pocket the money and go straight down to Bueno. And if you two are going to change formation, I want money to. Fun sucker or something. I do feel like he's he's kind of unavoidable at the moment. It feels like, especially with Wolves getting better defensively. You you keep talking about Brainer to have him. You keep talking about Saka, Craig. Are you going to upgrade Martinelli? I've got Saka already. Oh, sorry. I thought I've got Saka, Martinelli, and okay. So that's so, so. I've got Martinelli. I don't own Saka, and I'm and I I I don't know if I want to double up. Um, but it's definitely consider definitely a consideration. But Martinelli's not been playing that well and not been put, doing an output compared. So I don't know if I'll double up or if I would. Uh, you know, this is this is going on some weeks now because I've got other things to do. But I have considered upgrading Martinelli to Saka. You surely rather sell Paqueta for Saka and then maybe downgrade Robertson to Bueno to allow it, wouldn't you? Rather than sell Martinelli, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's 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 an option. I'm just saying, what do I want to double up or do I want to really just move one? Um, it's it's a difficult. I think you want three Arsenal one way or another. So if if Martinelli's not one of the three you want, then kind of fair enough. You're of the mindset you definitely want Odegaard and Saka as your two Arsenal attackers. Then yeah. you have to move Martinelli at some point to allow it. But yeah, I kind of want to. I want need a defender. I don't have a defender at the moment. That's the other thing. So. I'll be I'll be sticking with Martinelli. Um, if I bring Saka in, it will be to go with him. I know he's um, had a little bit of a quieter spell, but 
you know, it happens, doesn't it? You know, he's not. He's yeah, not, true. He's not messy. He's not going to score every week. <laughs> Is he not? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard a few people talking about. Oh, is it time to get rid of Martinelli? It's like, well, you go for it. I'm happy for his ownership to go down. To be honest, but, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely been every single game I've seen recently. He's definitely had one or two runs down the left where the, you know, the final product has just not come out. But before that, it was. So it was, it was definitely getting his chances. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know if it was going to be an upgrade or if I'd play him alongside. I just wanted your thoughts. In terms of Manchester City, if KD, KDB is out, what's your, what's your plan? Yeah, I don't know yet. I say I don't, I'm not sure. I just want to move sideways to Salah and punt it. It seems the obvious thing to do. And a bit like what we've been saying, other positions, none of the other sort of semi premium mids are standing out, are they? Sterling, Sun, Bruno. No, I don't particularly want any of these players. Bruno's not a terrible shout. I'm not going to lie. He'd be maybe potentially a preferred option of that. If, if we knew he was out for a couple of weeks now, I'd be trying to work out like what formation of Man City likely to play instead and who's going to play his role. Will they move to Foden? It could be him. Will they move Gundogan into more of that role? Will they move change formation slightly and play Haaland and Alvarez together? You, you don't quite know, do you, what, they, what they'll do? No. I'd probably be more inclined to do that with KDB. If I knew he was out for a couple of games, try and get the player that played in his position in his place. I say that's not guaranteed to work either. I, I, it might even be Gundogan. Maybe it means more starts for him. Mm. But I mean, he was only spotted not training. But as far as I know, he didn't go off last game with an injury or even look like he picked up one. So you never know why he wasn't at training. It could be anything. Um but Pet we'll won't tell us anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, cool. A big game at the top of the table. Thomas Will, like I just said, the top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> they are very much top, aren't they? Eight points clear. Smashing it. Um, great, great team to watch at the minute. Yeah. Um, so I think in terms of FPL, I think Martial's got to go, whether he plays against Palace or not, to be honest. Um, and then Arsenal yeah as we've just said if you haven't already got three then I'd be looking to move towards having three Um, need to stop benching Ben White have you been benching Ben White? I did this week no (laughs) Um, but yeah we'll see we still might come on to be fair but but yeah at the moment he's, he's rooted to the bench. My um, problem, Martin, that I said on the overhaul pod or the wildcard pod, which is why I didn't want him for this exact reason. I could see myself doing it far more often than, I'd, than I would want to and I'd get annoyed, which is why I didn't get him. Any love yeah. for Enketia? Yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's a, a, a reasonable replacement for Martial, um, along with a few others. I think, I think that's a reasonable move to make. I don't know when Jesus is back, but you know, looking at their run, they've got obviously the United game, yeah, they've got, but then they've got obviously Everton a double, and then a pretty nice run of Villa, Leicester, Bournemouth, and Fulham. He won't be back for a couple of weeks. I think there's photos of him sort of back around the club. I don't think he's jogging or anything like that yet. So he's going to be at least three, four more weeks, I would think, before he's just ready to come back. Yeah, might be. Yeah, definitely. I don't hate that punt. If if I had if I was allowed four Arsenal players, I would quite happily have him as one of my strikers. But obviously limited by only only being allowed three players. Um, because I, I had him that when I had to sell Darwin, he was one of my options to to get, but so I couldn't get him. I, I think it's probably him or or Wilson really, unless you're going to go right down to free up money to Onto or an Evan Ferguson or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what's on the table. But yeah, I think Nketiah is um, yeah, a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Like I say, especially if you're sat on someone like Martial or anyone else who might be um, injured. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to think of who my other striker was. If it's losing for you, Darren, now with Arsenal, I say that feels like quite a good move, actually, Martial to him. But I can see why you'd want Wilson instead. Well, I... Like there's 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 a, there's a handful of fires in my in my team that I I want to look at getting rid of, and 
obviously Marshall Paqueta has got another game and I've got Shea Adams as well. Now, I mean, he got two assists last week and Southampton don't have bad games coming up. So it's like, do I just keep him or what? Yeah, that's not fire for now, is it? He's playing every week and... Yeah, I don't think it is a fire. It's just, he's just a bit shit. <laughs> uh, is is the problem but like I said not he's not very high owned and he got me two assists and a, and a bonus point last week so that's nine more points than most people would have from their striker um, I've got I've got Pascal Stroik as well in defence I took a punt on him because Leeds had good games quite a few weeks back when Leeds had a decent decent start of, of games and I, and I punted on um him but again yeah i don't think i'll be keeping him for much longer he's done nothing um and yeah leads defensively aren't great what's that permanent third sub though yeah yeah what do we think who's going to win this arsenal man you know i think you'd have to you'd have to back arsenal probably as the home team it's difficult because they're both in such good form yeah but um, yeah, it's 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 tricky, isn't it? Like, I, yeah, I could I could see it being similar to the Newcastle game, maybe and being nil nil. But I probably just exactly the same way as Men City do. Like same formation, same sort of tactical tweaks and everything. It's just if you, I thought Men City probably should have won that game the weekend. I think they did enough for seventy minutes to. Hmm. And if Arsenal, I think are a little bit more deadly at the moment. I think Arsenal would probably take more advantage of the, the, if they had run the game the way Man City did. But Arsenal have got a tendency, it feels like, when they go ahead to kind of not... Con- it's a really weird... I, I can see why it happens, but when a team get like one or two new up playing a certain way, and you think, just carry on playing like that, it's clearly working. But for a variety of reasons, they seem to drop off from doing that and do something different. Instead, get a bit more passive and a bit more defensive and invite pressure on. Mm. And Arsenal, I think, are quite bad at that. They feel like a, like a 60, 70 minute team at the minute, or they're, they're a certain team until they're winning, and then almost they go into a shell a little bit. It's, it's a problem in Sky because their defenders don't get passing tiers enough. And I think that's why, because when Man City go 1 0 up, they carry on playing in the same way and they carry on dominating the ball and knock it around the back, etc. Defenders get good passing. Arsenal go 1 0 up and almost don't. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, I mean, as soon as they scored early yesterday, I thought Saliba's not getting passing today. That's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the thing they've got to work on for the next stage of their progression. Arsenal is to play the same way for ninety minutes, not an hour, or not until they're winning. Um, so could they invite Man United onto them for the last half an hour? Yeah, it's possible. Um, I'd be amazed if Arsenal don't score the first goal, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, we'll 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 see we'll we'll see. I mean, um, I mean, it's difficult, right? I, I I haven't heard anything about Rashford, but you know, is he is he all right after that game? I know he got through it. Um, Martial doesn't look good, um, so not that that's quite sharply, but he was bad, outside. Didn't he? Maybe he's hamstringing. Sorry, say again. Controversial. So he pulled up quite. He pulled up quite sharply when he was offside. So maybe he's he's hurt his hamstring or something as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would make a big difference, wouldn't it? But um, but yeah, I'd, I'd give Arsenal. You'd have to give Arsenal the edge, you know. I'm benching Luke Shaw this week. First sub. I'm not playing Luke Shaw for this. It's fair. Well, yes, that's fair. I don't know. So that's great. Uh, is this the last one? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Finish up Fulham versus Spurs. Look uh, at that. Fulham sixth. I wouldn't have predicted yeah. that. In the league, I mean, this is yeah, it's a big game in that respect, isn't it? <laughs> really, um, yeah. in and around the same place in the table, amazingly. Um, so yeah, I think, um, I know a lot of people went for Kane for the double game week. I think, you know, as, as dodgy as Spurs look, I still think that Kane is a, is a decent asset. I mean, even yesterday, he had a couple of chances where he could he could have scored on another day. Fulham, you know, will. You know, do give teams chances, so wouldn't be panicking about Kane. I wouldn't want anybody else from Spurs. I don't think. Um, 
And then, yeah, probably similar for Mitrovic, isn't it, really? I mean, if you've got him, it's not... It's not the end. Of, it's not an emergency to move him on, probably, is it? It's Tottenham home, Chelsea away, Forest at home. Hold what you've got. Don't bring anything in, kind of situation, maybe. Well, I mean, if you've got Spurs defence, you might want to get rid of them. But yeah, Doherty and Perisic still proving difficult to own, aren't they? Them two. I think you just. You've, I think you persevere the same way you do with Foden, the same way you do with who else we were talking about earlier. Um, you just persevere if you've got them. Liverpool. Oh, the, the, the double Liverpool guys almost. Yeah. yeah. It, feels, it feels like you just hold, if you've got the two full wing backs, you kind of hope that you'll get a 20 point haul off in one game, then, then sell them. And over a collection of weeks, you've got a decent return off them. Mm. Um, Fulham have been a lot better defensively actually since the World Cup. I think we mentioned last week, Martin, when we did a pod that yeah. they're like in the top five defences um, since the World Cup. And obviously, was a minute away from keeping a clean sheet against Newcastle as well the weekend. So True. I wouldn't buy one, but um, they seem to be improving. I don't know what they've tweaked to their system or what they've done differently, but they, they seem to have tightened up a bit since before the World Cup. But yeah, I wouldn't be buying. If I had Andreas, they say he's a big decision for people now. I think he's all, almost the most awkward player in the game now, if you've got him. Because it feels like there's so many better midfielders than him, but he does facilitate things in other positions, but if you don't need three fairly expensive strikers or a handful of expensive defenders, then you might as well use the money to upgrade him, it feels like. Yeah, and that's where I'm at with, um, with Robertson and Trent, really. So I don't think it's now's the time to do it, bearing in mind Liverpool's next three fixtures, but you know, a, a, a a few weeks on, I think it will be, you know, um, downgrading them and then having Andreas as like a playing spot is probably the way to go. You've got him now as your bench. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's always on the bench. Yeah. Uh, uh, on Rashford, obviously Man United, Man United have got their second game of the game week tomorrow. So you know whether or Rashford really could be okay for Arsenal if he plays tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, forgot about that. I mean, I bloody hope he does play tomorrow because he's my triple captain. If he doesn't, I'm mm. going to be really gutted. <laughs> uh, in all fairness, but uh, yeah, I forgot we we will get that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's another reason to hold off for a little bit, isn't it? Um, you've got these midweek games as well. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I think um, as I say, I think short to medium term getting Andreas to a playing midfielder seems to make sense like Cancelo's not re- not reliable enough Robertson's not reliable enough Trent's not reliable enough it's like where are you where are you needing to spend your money at the back at the moment and so yeah having a really good five-man midfield feels like the way to head towards but yeah. if I could have my wild card again I think I'll have De Bruyne Saka Odegaard Rashford and a flexi spot probably to punt fixtures. I think that would be my four base ones, though. Um, and, the, and my fifth one would be another sort of higher ability one, uh, not a cheap one. So it, it could be a Brighton one, but I think I'd still rather spend more and get, I don't know who, to be honest. I know no one's standing out really, are they? It's above sort of seven million. That's a problem. Mm. Kulisevsky. He's the one I've got my eye on. As I want to see a bit more first, but it's possible in the coming weeks. Definitely. See how some he, of these new signings do as well. He was the one, wasn't he? Um, yesterday, or not yesterday, sorry, on Sunday. He was the one that was looking strings. to create yeah. something, wasn't he? Like Over and above Son by a mile, like, for instance. Yeah, he really is. Son is really off it, considering he was so good last year. Um, cool. There we have it. Thank you. Follow, like, follow, subscribe, all that gumph. Um, It's great to be back. I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks. No, you haven't. Questions in the chat. Let me just quickly check. Yeah, I was going to say, we we forgot to put a tweet out. but um, Yeah, we did, unfortunately. But uh, we're going to do another pod at the end of the the week. So maybe we could take a question or two then. uh, Because it's a shorter pod anyway. So Uh, there was no questions in the chat. I've got the chat on the side here. Well, the NFL sandwich, do we think 
turnaround time will make Pep rest Haaland. Oh, I don't know if he means for the double, but... Um, I, I personally don't think so. Yeah. He's, he's fit enough, the young lad at the moment, so I think he'll be all right. He'll play against... Right, points to make up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah and he, he's probably, yeah, probably will want to do a bit better than he's been doing, so if he's fit, I think he'll play. Um, cool. Is that it? That's it. Nice one. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Cheers.